Hey guys, before we get started on today's show, if you're looking to pick up some of your favorite beers, maybe some liquor, you're trying to get a little wild this weekend, hit up Davidson's. Their sales floor is back up and running. You can, of course, get delivery from Davidson's as well, or take advantage of their curbside pickup so you don't have to come into contact with anybody. You can get Breck's Delicious 15-can sampler there or delivered to your door. Download their app today for incredible deals and sign up for their loyalty program as well. Hit up Davidson's. They're still open. And if you've ever been inside Davidson's, you know what they're all about. An absolute huge warehouse of beer, liquor, wine, whatever you could want. Hit them up. The city is situated in a valley some 5,000 feet above sea level, so the air is clear and the summers are simply gorgeous. In the heart of the downtown area, surrounded by swank department stores and hotels, you'll see a miniature golf course. What is up, everybody? Welcome into the DNBA live show presented by... Illegal Pete's. Turn it up. Turn it up. (laughs) These air horns are getting stranger and stranger, and I'm so for it. Very, very much for it. I'm your host, Adam Bonas. I'm joined, as always, by Eric. Do you like Co? Yeah! Friday! Friday it is. It doesn't mean anything. I mean, it is Friday. Um, Seated to my bottom left, Brendan Vogt. What's cracking, friends? I'm feeling the Friday vibes today. Oh, look at him. I'm feeling good. And the man growing older by the day, by the second. <laughs> the birthday boy. Number is it really 29, Harrison? Yeah. Well, you know that it's uh that's the wrong <laughs> it's 92. number that. It's 92, Adam. Those it's are backwards. 92, they floated her up. Happy birthday, Harrison. Thanks, man. Thanks, guys. What I would not do to go play some mini golf right now. <laughs> How weird is that video clip? We're like, right in the heart of downtown, there is a mini golf. Well, there's actually a mini golf in the heart of downtown yeah. right now, currently. Is there? Oh, Denver, absolutely. Yeah, there's a new uh, like mini golf thing in it's not the, even literally the heart of downtown. I'm yeah, down to take it over as soon as it's, that's it's, allowed. It's actually really sweet. <laughs> it's part of Skyline Park. Yeah, it's not new. It's been there for a few years. Ready for a No, there's, there's a new one. There's, oh, there's like a brand new one. No, oh. like like the heart heart of downtown, like Larimer. Golf's oh. ranked number what? four. Golf. Oh. Number three, mini golf. golf. Number two, top golf. Yeah. Num- number one, world WGT. golf tour. WGT. <laughs> Put it on the board. Put it up. Count it. Um, but for real, actually, this Sunday we are starting off a new weekly world golf tour DNVR tour. Man, what are we calling this? Harrison? It's called the, it's called the DNVR World Golf Tour. That's the that's the name of the league, the entire tour. This this is going to stretch on for a full season, and it's going to be comprised of tournaments that happen biweekly. Yeah. Uh, the first the first tournament this weekend is called the Grand Open. I'm so pumped for this because I think it's one of those things that's actually going to turn out. It's going to evolve into something very, very cool. Because, first of all, I love the World Golf app. If you don't have it, go to thednvr.com. Download it from our link because we're trying yep. to get people to use our link. You get to sign up for our clubhouse, the DNVR clubhouse, and we'll do all kinds of cool stuff. But I'm actually excited for this idea because, like you said, it's all year long. We're going to create different golf events. So we'll have, like, you know, the Christmas Classic and, and yeah. you know, the uh, when the Masters are on, we're going to have the Masters. Like, there's all these, like, you get to create this virtual character and then so hopefully many, collect so badges oppor- and shit. Yeah, so many opportunities for me to beat you. I can't wait. <laughs> I've been addicted to WGT, though. Like, I'm not a big phone game guy, but, man. WGT is legit. It's legit. No, I was thinking that yesterday. It's probably, it's been probably like 15 years since I played a game on my phone. Like I have a PlayStation. Like I'm an adult. Like I'll play a real game. <laughs> um, wait, yeah, wait, wait, 15 years. Back on this. I don't know. But you like, I'm saying like what? Like the doodle jump when I was like in 15 years in the stretch. <laughs> yeah, sixth grade. I was say the 15 block, years. Like, block you man was snake. sweet on the TI-84. <laughs> but yesterday I turned off Call of Duty to play WGT. And I'm saying I'm oh, never done that. Wow. Wow. Do you guys know what yeah. a mini a mini golf bar is? Well, uh, I mean the the one so the one downtown you can just mini golf and then people will bring drinks out to you. Yeah, that's oh, wow. oh, it's yeah. like for adults. Like kind of thing. It's it's your word, Eric. It's an adult mini golf. Exactly. If it is an adult yeah. mini golf. <laughs> yeah. But in this case, it's actually a positive because mini golf is really geared 
quite heavily towards children. I feel. Oh, definitely, definitely. <laughs> so we should definitely put a mini golf course behind our bar, though. Man, you know, you know what the greatest part about mini golf, though, if you are an actual golfer, which I think maybe only Harrison might be. Are you an actual golfer, Harrison? No. No, I'm okay. exclusively so leaves, a top golfer. That leaves just me, the only person that actually golfs. So when you uh, golf a lot, and then you like learn to read Play the greens, and you get, but. yeah, and then you uh, try to translate that to mini golf, it is jarring how little of it translates. Like, oh yeah, two completely up. different sports. <laughs> yeah, nothing, nothing in common. In fact, um, neither of them is a sport. And we're off. <laughs> and we're off. And we're off. Um, what a ridiculous take. <laughs> I'm with Brennan. Golf yeah, is not know. a sport. It's what an activity. Like, it's a hobby. Abs- it's a game. What an absurd It's take a pointless conversation, but I am with you on this like weird thing. Uh, the one thing, I remember we talked about this a while ago. <laughs> I played golf the other day as an old person, and it actually was strenuous. I was, I was pretty sore. It's very strenuous. I was very tired. Um, so I guess it is. The older I get, the more the spectrum of what a sport is can gets wider. Shuffleboard quickly becoming a sport. <laughs> okay, not quite that old. Um, guys, we only really have we have a couple of fun things. We're gonna have I have a couple guests in the queue. We're gonna I, I see Jarrett and Peter and and yeah, Steve. we got we got a bunch of people lining up. We're gonna start bringing you into top topic talk topics very 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 soon here. But um, first topic is actually a, a sort of a real one. You know, Brian Windhorst and I believe Tim Bonteps today on ESPN came out with the, the latest report, kind of a weekly recap. Where are we now? And it seems to me that there's some momentum building for a decision. I'm not saying there's some momentum being the built. The decision part two? For, yeah, the decision part two. Not this momentum building for like, oh, the league's coming back, but just momentum building for like, if it comes back, here's what happens. And then ultimately, whether or not it's going to come back. Do you? I mean, you guys saw the article. I know we were all sharing it in the Slack today. I'll start with you, Harrison. Do you feel that's the case, that we're kind of like building towards a resolution one way or another? Yeah, I get the sense that, I don't know, maybe in two or three weeks, the NBA is going to come out with something that says, yes, we're definitely going to try to finish the season. Like, they'll probably stay vague, but they'll probably come to that sort of declaration. But I don't know, man. Reading that article about what it would take to build this bubble city i hate to be a pessimist but it's it seems so far-fetched man no it, it know. seems absolutely ludicrous that they could do this in the current environment that we're still in, in maybe things change in, in a month or two in. but i just can't see them changing enough to have something like this be able to happen it's crazy a... yo yeah, i watched and... oh god well no, you go ahead. I was going to say this morning on Facebook or Twitter Live, I watched the Rakuten Monkeys take on the uh, brothers of some other corporation in Japan. They're oh, playing yeah, baseball. They have weird names, huh? Yeah, yeah. That's the craziest thing is You'll the link Japanese. link me to that next Japanese I will. baseball. I will. But the, the, um, and there were no fans in the in the stadium. There were a couple like cardboard cutouts. And, um, the cardboard they, cutout thing is really weird. Have you guys really, real weird. Hold on this. So rather than have empty seats, they think it's cool to just have fans. Like well, you can actually buy yeah. a cardboard cutout of yourself. Yeah. Can, can I just like, don't do that. Like save your money. And don't, don't do but that. They, but what they would do is like anytime some action happened, they would go to, um, they had cheerleaders and they would go to like the cheer, the, any kind of human face response, they would just flash to that. And it didn't really feel that different, honestly. It, 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 it kind of worked. And the, great, the other great thing about, just quickly, the best part about uh, the Japanese baseball leagues is that they're not bound by cities. Like, all of the teams are owned by corporations. So, the Rakuten Monkeys are the name of the team. And I have a shirt that I wear that is the um, I can't even remember anymore, but they, 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 it's not like Kobe or Tokyo oh, no, for or sure. whatever. It go, it's all it, corporation owned. It's so it goes weird. deeper than this though, because <clears throat> I've, I've maybe told this before, but like, I really like Korea. I've been, I've been four different times to Seoul. It's the part the culture is really weird, but one of the things that's the same there, their teams are like LG and Samsung or whatever. Yeah. And their chants at the baseball games are like, we love LG. Like, <laughs> they have like, like advertising slogans that they'll like chant during the game. Oh, like, God. Like, I hate this. It would be like, like just do it or something, you know? Like, uh, it's pretty funny. Do the do. But, do to, the, to, like, to add to Adam and Harrison's point, too, like the league also has this extra pressure of the longer they go without making a decision, the more difficult next season becomes logistically as well. Like this timeline is already pushed up against the start of that regular season. So they they might have to make one sooner rather than later. And as Harrison was saying, if that, if that mountain is so steep to climb, but they still sort of have that pressure of a timeline, the conclusion might just be 
hey man, let's let let's just let this one go. There's yeah. There's also like so. Let's talk about some of these logistics because it's some of it is stuff maybe you don't necessarily think about. First of all, in there, and this really is what kind of took me back. They mentioned Greg Popovich's age and Mike D'Antoni and some of the like. You don't even that doesn't even say anything about some of the assistants on there. And you think, oh yeah, some of the coaches are like old enough at that risk. this is a, yeah an actual at risk. So you don't really think of that. No, you don't. And just the the amount of people, the support staff. What about just the game ops staff, like mm. the referees? I was what what did it say in that article? They need like fifty uh, something referees or whatever, like a hundred referees to do this whole thing. Like, are they all going to be thirty? Because if that's a it's a fifty year old, six year old guy on the court, you know what I mean? With athletes sweating, like that's yeah. a risk. It's, I mean, um, at a certain point, it, like tough. people are. But at a certain point, like um, all, all of those people are able, they they all possess free will potentially. Uh, we don't, I mean, get sure, sure. that conversation. But, but if yeah, everybody but... sort of like wants to be a part of this and they see uh, being at risk uh, in that sense better than just sitting at home and us all sort of being miserable. I mean, I wish that I was in a position where I could. Is that be true at for risk everyone to... though? Like, if you're game ops and it's your job and you've been asked to go and like. You, you don't. No. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how this works. But. I, I think that I, I think that we are in a climate, very certainly, that no one would be pressured to do anything. And if they were, and then they reported that they were, I mean, the entire house of cards crumbles. But what about I, players, though? I, I mean, hmm. what about a, what about the ninth man on? I don't know the Houston any Rockets. Team. Literally any team. Yeah. yeah like, what What if he doesn't feel comfortable with this, and he has you know asthma or something, and he's at risk? Yeah, like he totally. can't just sit at home while the Houston Rockets go battle for, you know, Western Conference Finals appearance. And I was also glad to he's see getting that, paid that quote from Adam Silver that showed some self awareness of like what kind of a PR look of this too. Like we can't do this without robust and complete testing. But oh, also yeah. like the what NBA kind of a special. PR look is that is if we can all get tests when many many people can't right now, those who actually yeah. you know need it or are a concern. So. It's just like there are a lot of barricades here beyond just like, oh, the schedule's out of place. The, you know? the other thing is like these guys are all going to have to get tested before like they go into a facility, before obviously any practices start. And I don't know about you guys, but I have a very hard time believing. And actually, I know this has not been a case. Players have not been adhering to the social distancing guidelines. Guys are working out in gyms with each other. Guys are playing games. You know, taking road trips with Kylie Jenner. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of like living in the bubble because, like, you know, we all have various bubbles that we could kind of like peep into, whether it's relatives or whatever. And like, you stay on Twitter for too long, and it's like, okay, everybody's in their house. They've been in the house. You talk to some other people, and it's just not the case. Like, I could talk to an uncle, and it's like, yeah. And you're like, what the heck, man? Just so, doing my thing. Yeah, yeah. Just doing my thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so some of these NBA guys for sure. Let's start bring on some guests because we have like, quite a line growing on. If you guys want, yeah. these private shows, everybody's these private trying shows to wish me happy really, birthday. Yeah, that's probably what it is. Um, so first guest in the screen, uh, the stream here, Jarrett. Oh, look at that, hey, the twinsies. Oh, he's muted. muted. Thanks for the heads up on what to wear, Brandon. Oh. <laughs> I love it. This is really awkward. No, Jay, yeah. where, where are you uh, calling in from, man? Uh, good old Thornton, Colorado. Yeah, hey, Denver! That counts as Denver! Are you a Thornton High School guy? No, my dad lives in Broomfield, so I went to Legacy. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, oh, are you quarantining with Jeff Morton? Yes or no? <laughs> Unfortunately, no. Oh, uh, what a bummer. <laughs> Not good for Nuggets trivia. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what do you think, Jarrett? We're talking about, you've even seen there, we've been talking about just is, is momentum building. Just, what do you feel like? You don't even have to be right. Just what do you feel like? Do you feel like momentum's building? Uh, it feels like it's going back and forth with everyone. Everyone <laughs> I listen to says like they've flipped a few times and I'm yeah. probably in, in the same boat. I lean towards it's coming back now in like mm. July or August because they set the Labor Day deadline. But realistically, if they're, if they're like, oh, we can start in August, but it's going to go till mid-September, do you do you think football is going to stop them? Um, they have to. I, I, yeah, they I don't think the NBA is going to really care or have pay a mind. Yeah, yeah, NFL I think they say that, there. and they would ideally want to avoid that. But if it came down to it, and the finals were the first week of the football season, oh they God, would do that. If they can, yeah. you imagine if just every sport was in full swing at the exact same time? Oh, if yeah. the NBR bar is open, then I yeah. can imagine it. Oh my gosh, I can't even wait. Holy cow! Four different watch parties at the bar at once. You know what? The, you know what's going to be sad though is like you really find out what people think about various sports. Like 
when baseball is on up against football and then like nobody's watching. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think the NBA does have a nice little runway though because I got to think they're pretty resigned or have behind the scenes committed to the fact that next season's going to start on Christmas. Right. Like that's yeah, definitely going to yeah. happen, right? Uh, so they, then, they at least have that runway. Then it'll be interesting to see if they stick with that too, right? I mean, that's that's a format some people have been hoping to see anyway. So Yeah. So it's funny because I am so for that, but the more because I, I just think it makes sense not to go up against football and to go into the summer when nobody's watching. I'm like, yeah, this will be awesome. But the logistics of it as a reporter are actually do suck. I they mean, suck. it really does mean yeah, giving away suck. your summer, and that's a real drag. <laughs> and then the busiest part of your year being the summer, where it's like I can't just say, oh, I'm going camping. <laughs> you know, I think there could be some pushback from players from the same reason they don't they want, love their summer. There's, they don't want. Yeah, I'm not gonna <laughs> yeah. up my summer. <laughs> oh man, he was so good. Uh. <laughs> he says so, so like Scotty too. Are you enjoying that by the way, Jared? Are you enjoying the uh, Jordan doc? Yeah, it's really cool. Um I'm also only like twenty three, so okay. I was born in twenty three. Look at that. Yeah. Big MJ fan inherently. <laughs> MJ yeah, Jordan here. So I, I didn't really see any of this. Of course, I've seen highlights. I've seen clips. I've heard people talk about it, but it's it's cool getting an actual look at it. So as a 23, because you're even younger than votes, so I get to really pick in here. But like somehow is this, is this stuff yeah, somehow I never met anybody younger. But no, is this um <laughs> is, is it stories you already knew or do you feel like you're gaining a lot more information about uh, just listening to people? I knew the big ones. Yeah, they're obviously like the kind of more day to day stuff. I I didn't know at all, but like him gambling, of course, him yeah. being a problem, or <laughs> yeah. uh, the just the battles they had the last year with all the teammates fighting. I think about this with LeBron a lot, man, because like right now, if you were to tell ten years from now, vote how is the story of LeBron going to go? There's going to be Game Six against yep. the Celtics. There's going to be, and I just keep thinking about it. it's funny to me whenever I see like. Somebody will post like highlights, Dawkins highlights or House of Highlights or whatever. And it's like game game four versus Indiana 2012. And I'm like, I don't quite remember this one. And I watch it and it's like 50 points, 14 rebounds. Right. 14. Right. I'm just like, this doesn't even make the list of games we remember LeBron for. And I, and I think it's the same with MJ where we all tell the same 10 games like, oh, and then he scored 63 and then he did the full flu game. And I just want the like random game two against some lower yeah. seed where he goes off and it's cool. I also need a fact checker because I don't know. And I know a lot of this stuff is a little fudged, like the, the 14 minute restriction, um, like not quite what was going on is my understanding since watching really? that episode. Yeah. I got a, I got a, someone, someone, uh, it was like Ben Taylor tweeted this or something. Someone smart tweeted that like, yeah. um, yeah, at that, the, the very next night MJ played 28 minutes. So like some of this <laughs> stuff is a little, um, yeah. you know, revisionist history but yeah it's all cool it's all cool you know? yeah it's it is weird him coming back though I, I mean that's another story that i knew but i didn't realize that it was he he went to north carolina just started playing just like all right guys don't worry i'll be resting i and think he started doing it on his own there's when you watch old videos like this and it's even more pronounced i think when you start talking about the 80s and magic and then but like just the absurdity <laughs> of how the league operated with so the some of the doug most stories are absolutely ridiculous where it's like you know, just how casual everything was. And the, one of my favorite Doug Moe's was there was a big blizzard. So he just went home thinking there wasn't going to be a game. And they called him up because he didn't think they can get out to Utah. I was in Utah that day. And they called him up and were like, Doug, where are you? We're waiting for you on the plane. And so wow. he goes wearing his jeans and flannel, just like, well, I was trying to hurry. And I'm just thinking, like, can you imagine Coach Malone showing up an hour and a half oh, late to God. a the plane for a game in jeans and then just coaching in jeans and a flannel that, that would like lead that would lead a espn like, yeah, it would be like I, a disaster i wasn't an hour away yeah it is funny though i mean like we're all just a sliding scale away from i i think 11 rings the soul of success is phil jackson's latest book title and he talks about his playing days and it's funny to remember like for the for most basketball players professional basketball players this was at times a second job, maybe closer to a hobby, oh, yeah. right? You weren't like, of course, the guy went out and coached in like jeans and, and flannel because who cares? But like now basketball is, yeah, I mean, mean, it's an institution, right? It's up on a pedestal and like it, yeah, you you'd get fined like for doing that. And like professional rugby or something. Like totally. Yeah. Sports that are in their infancy as far as like professional leagues are concerned. It, it, yeah, it wasn't always like I always, it is now. I always think about that with media too because they're just, 
there was a time where it was like the media was on the plane because that the league was still kind of just starting up and that's how you did it. And like, we're here at this finished product end of the spectrum and uh, there's not a lot of that stuff left. Some of those, though, when you go all the way back to the Wilt stuff, they were going to sound like real millennials here, but some of the Wilt stories are hilarious where like he played back to back games, but he went out gambling in Atlantic City, then drove himself 14 hours to Ohio. Incredible. And you're just like, Wait, what? And then he scores six points. Like, come on, man! Like, I don't know about that. You know what? Though? It, makes, it just makes me think. Like, I don't know about this league. This, this, this is, makes me appreciate James Harden, though. I'm glad James Harden won an MVP because we've got Tom Brady's and LeBron James, who are like closer to robots than humans. Yeah, and yeah. then there's James Harden, who probably did go to a strip club until 3 a.m. and then yeah. drive himself to the game. His jersey I is retired. That. He has a jersey retired at the strip club. That's Isn't incredible. Will the guy you definitely want to see the next ten part documentary on though? Yeah, because like he's a myth. Bring that yeah. together. Yeah, yeah, but it's like he's like he's the next guy for me. But I'm Isn't telling that... you, MJ's fading into a myth the same way Wilt is, and that's the thing that I see is, and that's why this documentary is kind of interesting because to me it feels like the dead cat bounce of his legacy. And I'm not saying that people aren't going to call him the greatest or whatever. It's just the last point where he'll be a person and then like 10 years from now he's going to be just like wilt chamberlain is to me where it's like i don't know man i don't know and so that to me that's kind of what's interesting and it all fades Mm -hmm. yeah everybody was talking about that we're gonna hate michael jordan after this documentary and that's definitely just not gonna happen well i hear i hear this next one's get spicy yeah (laughs) even with how bad it could get i mean i feel like we would we would hate Michael Jordan if, like, Tony Kuchoch made this stuff. <laughs> Do you yeah. want to see the Tony Kuchoch doc on the, on the Bulls? I think that'd be great. The same doc, but he makes it. And see, like, yeah. After the 92 the Olympics, I legit wanted to quit basketball. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, Jarrett, um, do you think, like, if they were to do this with LeBron... Do you think there would be anything new to learn? Like, because we're in this era of it's all happening in real time. We're privy to so much of it on social media and all that stuff. Um, But also, I think LeBron, almost like a Derek Jeter, has done a better job than maybe anyone of of keeping stuff in house. Like, are we going to get this experience of like, oh, these cool stories we didn't know before? Yeah, that's definitely a good point that everything that so much more is already out there as it's happening in real time. Um, I'm sure there'd be enough for a worthwhile documentary, but I believe he's already made one is what I've heard, read. Oh, I've really? It, but I believe Ooh. he's already made some sort of documentary for his backstory. But um, It's going to be straight propaganda, baby. Yeah, I can't wait. It sounded like a puff piece. Uh, yeah. He, he's going to pick himself apart. apart. That'll be the puffiest <laughs> of all pieces. <laughs> and I can't wait. They're in attack. I I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was disappointing <laughs> in 2011, <laughs> I was. And I think, yeah. come on, man. Brenner will be there ready to he's, puff it up even further. He's going to be like, you know what? I should have scored on J.J. Barea. <laughs> I really. <laughs> Jared, who's your favorite Nuggets player? Uh, the that, guy on, look at on the jersey. Yeah, the jersey behind you. Uh, Jokic right now, though. Of okay, all time, who is it? I don't know, because growing up, the first person I got into was Ty Lawson, but that wasn't a great exit, so. It was, it was a poor exit. It was a poor exit. Well. You know the, what? Ty Lawson did not stick the landing. Under yeah. did not stick the landing, but you know what? Underrated favorite Nugget man. I Ty Lawson was a lot of. I feel like the Nuggets that era Nuggets is a little bit lost. I mean, everybody talks about 2003 as this conglomerate, but there was some very likable Nuggets in there. Lawson, uh, Gallinari, obviously, uh, Kenneth Fareed even had his moment. I think Wilson Chandler was like an interesting. I mean, I I'm a little tight to close to this, but he's just interesting. You know what I mean? Like. He's an Corey Brewer. The first game I went Corey to, Brewer, I remember, like what happened was the first game they had without Carmelo, when Gallo and Chandler and them came out the tunnel, but yeah. they weren't active, so they only had like eight players, and they beat the T Wolves. Oh right? yeah, that iconic that, photo. Should this we? Is a good uh, one. I like, like when people throw out the real. Oops, where was it? Brian Williams, Bison Deli, favorite Nugget. Is are we? Are we I mean, should, should we? Allow the Nuggets only eight to seven to eight players per game. They seem to win every single yeah. one of those. <laughs> <laughs> Jared, we're gonna. Uh, thanks for hopping on, man. I'm gonna keep this thing rolling. We got a bunch of people here, but we love uh, you, it, was, it was really good talking to you, man. Thank you, guys. Yeah, uh, we'll get you on the steps sometime, brother. Cool. Yeah, for sure. Hop in. We need we need new steps, people. We'll get back to the show in one moment. If you guys are looking for some beer, maybe a couple drinks to spice up your Friday or Saturday and your weekend. 
Check out the 15 can sampler pack from Breck Brewing. I'm a big fan of the sampler pack. I always go for it, no matter what beer I'm getting. But with the Breck 15 can sampler, you get the agave wheat, you get the avalanche amber, you get the vanilla porter junior, you get the lager, you also get the lucky UIPA. So a bunch of Breck's most popular beers, a bunch of my favorite ones, I'm sure a bunch of your favorite ones as well, all packed into that 15 can sampler. So check that out. If you're looking to pick up some drinks for this weekend, you can get that delivered from a Davidson's. You can also pick it up from the Breck Brew Farmhouse. You can get it delivered from the Breck Brew Farmhouse as well. Also guys, I'm really excited for this weekend because we have our first DNVR circuit on DNVR Gaming. We're hosting a WGT golf event for all our members this weekend, a tournament, the Grand Open, will be played on all the best of par four courses, the front nine with easy tee, standard greens, low wind. All you have to do to get involved with this tournament on WGT, you have to be in the DNVR clubhouse on WGT. How you do that, download WGT World Golf Tour from dnvrgolf.com. That's where the link is to download the game. Then all you have to do once you have the game downloaded is join the DNVR clubhouse. That's where we'll all be. That's where the tournaments will be found. And yeah, I can't wait. Going to be some healthy competition. And like I was saying on previous shows this week, and like I said on today's show, WGT is an awesome game. Super realistic, super lifelike. You can play some of the historic courses, Pebble Beach, St. Andrews. It's a really fun game. So download it, dnvrgolf.com, and join the DNVR clubhouse. We'll see you this Sunday. Now we're bringing on an OG. Yeah, Peter. Peter's back oh, from the that, PNW. Is that right? That's right. Right. I didn't forget this. You're from Seattle. Correct. All right. Seattle, yeah. son. Seattle, son. Um, Seattle rain, more likely. But yeah. <laughs> I was oh, going to say, wow. solid. <laughs> I was just going to make a crappy weather joke. What's it like today? In Seattle, uh, it's actually kind of nice. Like the sun's out. I haven't been outside, obviously. Because <laughs> you're not allowed. Yo, time here, so. yeah. The summer, the summer yeah. in the PNW is amongst the best things on the show. It is, man. Yeah. It is real nice. It only lasts for two months. But sure does. <laughs> <laughs> sure does. When we went to Portland yeah. last year for the playoffs, it was like just mm. beautiful. It was a real oh, contrast yeah. being in Portland for like perfect weather when everyone says it's terrible, and then coming back to Denver and it's snowing yeah. in May. I was there for uh, for Game Four, and the weather that day was like insanely outrageous. Nice. Right? Yeah. I, yeah. I think it was the nicest weekend of the year, though. Portland. Yeah, that in Portland, was an awesome yeah. Trip. yeah. That, that was, was a good an time. Awesome time. That was a really good yeah. time. I remember about half of it. The concussion really <laughs> put a dent into my experience. <laughs> the near-death experience. Coming up on a year, yeah. by the way. Wait, what? Wear your seatbelts. You don't know folks. this story, Eric? Oh, Keller, that's right. That's right. He got in an accident. That's right. That's right. I just remember wow. seeing him at the airport and it being like, wow, this dude. And then you rattle off some of your red. best you rattle off some of your best tweets that weekend. What does that I did. Some great one. I did. I wrote a really good column and I don't remember writing it at all. I read it two days later. I'm like, huh. All right. It just shows you just need to get out of your own way. Like exactly. once your brain takes over. The dead yeah. were forcing him to uh, play through injury. <laughs> no no workers comp at Denver Stiff. No, no concussion protocol for no. protocol. Apparently, because I said I asked the doctor if I should get on the plane. He was like, Yeah. <laughs> it's like, have we done like a cat scan or anything here? That was TJ. Oh, no. So we we're talking, we, we kind of dipped into this. this. is a little bit of a serious, maybe sort of conversation, but Ken Burns made the comment this weekend about that's not real journalism. That's not a real documentary. And I'm of two minds when he was talking about the last yeah. game because Jordan approved it. I'm of two minds about this. Ken Burns said that. Yeah, Ken Burns. He's like, this, he's like, this isn't boring. It's not journalism. <laughs> Where There's are the still photographs? Yeah, <laughs> Do you guys like? Is anybody here like Ken? I kind of like a Ken Burns. He's fine. Yeah, yeah. Like an episode or something. You know. I feel like just knowing that his name is Ken Burns, you know exactly what he's about. Oh, <laughs> great take. Great take. Solid. Yep. <laughs> no, um, but he's he's not wrong. I'm gonna say this. It's really entertaining. It wouldn't have been made and all yada, 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 whatever. There is, I think, a world for these types of things. And this is clearly the world, this celebration of the 98 Bulls, which is really what it's turned out to be. It is, there are blurred lines because there is a little bit of journalism being done, I would say. It's presented as like, here's what happened. So I think it's that. Um, so I, I kind of see his point. I just think this is the world we live in now. There's media is a wide spectrum. Some of it is 
journalism classics. Some of them is a little bit different, and some of them is complete propaganda. And as long as those lines aren't too blurred and they're clear what they are, I think it's fine. And in this case, I think it is. What do you think, Peter? Do you do you see like a concern for these types of of programs? I mean, yeah, kind of. I think it would have been awesome to get like the full version of this story, but you couldn't get more than like two people to talk about it, probably. Um, <laughs> but for Ken Burns, like if he if he doesn't like this, you guys kind of touched on this. All right, he's gonna hate the LeBron James documentary because right. yeah. like he's gonna produce that himself, like his own production company, probably. Right. So uh, it's this at least be has called the some... King's Court too. I hate it already. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Yeah. I, I, I just think it's it's the times we're in so right now. A little bit and, of um, yeah. It was it, it, yeah. It's the times we're in right now. And like to get the buy-in from necessary people, like the companies that have the production capability to pull these things off are like mm-hmm. usually tied to players, you know? And yeah. well, I, I also like what is what just is how the, things are. Yeah, but who cares? Like right. he's he, he, something was made to be entertaining well, and well, we're watching it and like well, who cares? If this what, is a point? if this is a like definitive account of Jordan's For career like, like to go into the annals of history and then we need to compare it against what actually happened yeah. so that the aliens can decide whether I, or not we can well, agree. I mean, for people like me and Vote and other people who were not alive in 1997, 1998, like I would definitely appreciate it if we got some more backstory on sure. the, the Bulls losing to the Pistons. What was it? Two, three times straight in, uh, the, bad boys in the playoffs. Story. The only thing. Yeah, people I, I mean, leave that out when they talk yeah. about the debate, like. I just just started winning championships right away. I don't think this is a new problem. I think there's a very big distinction between documentaries and journalism, documentary journalism. And, and I actually think far fewer documentary filmmakers set out to do the latter than we think. Ken Burns, I actually think is in the minority. I think most people are making entertainment. There's an inherent bias to any documentary. I mean, any way you choose to shoot it, you're kind of of injecting your own bias into it. And so, it's almost like, look, anyone can write a book, right? So it's it's you as a view as a reader have to say, hey, who's the author? I'm taking this information with a grain of salt. It's on the it's on the viewer to do the same thing with this documentary. It's produced. It got greenlit by Jordan. It's on ESPN. Like it's entertainment, and you just have to trust the consumer to make those distinctions. So I agree with you on this specific example, but I do think that there is a general shift towards players and just people in general we this we're talking strictly about sports but i think this is across everywhere where people are trying to like share their perspective on the world there's this shift towards well actually i don't need this like what is supposed to be an objective person Mm -hmm. i can do it on my own and we see this for let's start with first of all the nuggets are not unique to this every nba team has their own house of writers and and Mm -hmm. media and whatever but it does seem like it's moving increasingly to like, oh, we need to get an interview with so-and-so out. Let's do it in-house. We need to right. do this. Let's do it in-house. And, oh, we'll throw a few crumbs to the nonpartisan media. But we want the best access and everything to be in-house. And I see like that as an issue. And it falls along the same line. I think players realize, why should I go do a documentary on e- with ESPN? Why should I participate in this? I'll have my own crew do it. And then I can make sure that that thing I don't want out doesn't get out. And to me... Again, with this specific Jordan example and the in the times that we're in, I think it's like, you know, it's it's like water in a drought. But I do think it's like at least a little bit concerning. So I know, but I just you're you're probably right. But it's just like who's reading Derek Jeter's piece in the Tribune and thinking like this is an objective account of what went down, as opposed yeah. to like Jeter's side of it. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. Just moving slowly in that direction. Yeah, I mean, as we lose access, it becomes a problem increasingly. For sure. Peter, what are you doing this weekend? Big plans? Hanging out at the house? Uh, <laughs> God, that is a good question. Uh, got to gotta catch up on some 2K. I'm trying to get through Ooh. this whole Nugget season for wow. sure. Um, wow. Got a kitten also, so Ooh. that's going to take up a lot so of time. What's the cleaning out, cleaning your, we actually, so we just settled on his. Yeah, exactly. Um, we settled on his name today. It is Murray. I knew I should ask that question. Keep that cat away from social media, uh, please. A little right. Yeah, no. And my, my wife actually knew about that story and still agreed. I like it. It's a good cat name. I'm I'm worried though. Does this mean like 
he's getting traded for sure this summer now. <laughs> you might want to grab it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It does mean it does mean that. Just so you know, it does mean that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't no. buy a jersey. Depending on depending on how you rate Beal, you're welcome. Or I'm sorry. <laughs> it's weird that there's momentum for like Murray being traded because I think the odds of that are so low. There, it's um, there's yeah, no momentum. There's no momentum for it other than like we're two months into nothing to talk about. It's know, a right. you have to generate yeah, yeah, stuff. Yeah. Like, it's not a real storyline to be yeah, clear. I, I, I don't think he's getting traded. Yeah, guys. Not either. Um, Nor but, should they. But thanks for hopping on, Peter. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. We're gonna bring. Uh, we love you, Peter. A long list here. Right on. Good to see you guys. Good Go for a walk, man. Enjoy the sunshine. All right, next up in our queue here, Cade Walker. Oh, baby, Cade. Cade. How's it going, guys? Long time What's no up? see. Look at that hair. It's getting long. It's poking it out. Do you have a little beard going, Cade? Uh, a little bit. Let me see. Let me judge. Look at that. Oh, wow. Let, let me judge it against Brendan. Wow. Welcome oh, to the God. show, Cade. <laughs> oh, yeah. We bully oh, each other oh, live on the yeah. internet. Oh, yeah. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I shave, baby. Oh, okay. All right. Happy birthday, Harrison. Yeah, sh- uh, thanks, sh- man. Thanks, Cade. Thanks to uh, all the other birthday wishes Kate, in the chat. Cade has requested that he sing you happy birthday, so um, I pulled up a Oh, perfect. The floor is yours, Cade. Yours, go ahead don't and, disappoint uh, us. <laughs> don't back I'm down. Not gonna, I'm not going to make you do this to a soft instrumental guitar. Happy birthday. Um, so <laughs> another topic here. The my, my guy Keith Smith is the one that threw this out. I have to give him credit for it. But uh, he has said that everybody was talking about Vegas or Los Angeles. Like, let's throw these players there. He threw out Disney World, which I love. And uh, and now it sounds like Disney World, if there was to be this bubble event, might actually be the best candidate. Tons of hotels, you know, solid weather, lots of facilities. Um, so I'm interested. Would you, Kate, I'm going to ask you, would you prefer, not that this matters to us that much, but would you prefer these guys being in a Vegas, like Thomas and Mac style arena or Disney World? Well, I think, I think Disney World was mentioned because – like you said, like the logistics work really well. There's a ton of hotels. I mean, there's a ton of hotels in Vegas too, but um, I think the facilities are a little bit more probably safe and closed off in, in Disney World than they are in Vegas. Yeah. I mean, Vegas is like designed around people interacting with each other for the most part. So, are people still going to Vegas? Like, is Vegas still? It's not open, is no, it? No, it's closed. Everything's All closed. All of Vegas, like this. Yeah. So there's nothing going on. So I guess part of it is I think of Vegas as being busier and dirtier, certainly hotter. Um, right. but it maybe is it is dirty, but maybe it's not. Maybe all this stuff is just nobody's there. So, what is mean, it, this ghost town or that ghost town? I also don't know, but I certainly wouldn't be shocked if the Disney um facilities are just straight up superior, you know, mm. just, just yeah. actually better courts. And Wait, what, what, are the, what are these Disney facilities, <laughs> dude? Disney, just if there's a thing that you can think of, Disney has one, and but that I includes just, basketball courts and, and baseball. Is this like and, the do the magic play there? What are these? Disney uh, they host events, they host there's like tournament baseball and, and college basketball tournaments that are really hosted at Disney World. Yep. Yeah, do you, have you got who's been to Disney World? Show of hands. I, oh, when, I, when I was very young, so seven times. One that hasn't been. You've been seven times to Disney World. Like yeah, Coast I grew up so. privileged, baby. I had a yeah. hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> <Shit was dope. laughs> and then I threw it all away to become a sports writer. Now you don't even terrible. As a now kid. you don't even have enough uh, wall coverings to make a proper set. Like how far you've fallen? Vo is <laughs> heading towards Wall Street now. Like, <laughs> Harrison and I are getting bullied. Like we don't own stuff. We live in apartments. <laughs> like, we're millennials. Like, who's alone? Um, how is Disney World pretty great. Yeah, yeah it's awesome. <laughs> are you kidding? Yeah, <laughs> it's incredible. My girls are like the perfect age to take them. I probably oh, yeah. would have. I probably would have this. Summer. You should go don't right let, now. Prices yeah. don't let them know. Sure. Yeah, don't let them know that vote has been seven times. That's not. Gonna <laughs> yeah, go that will be tough. Oh, another question here. I wanted to ask. This is like we're really bouncing around now, but um, I think you'd be interesting for this, Cade. This summer specifically, both the draft and free agency, I think, are going to be absolutely absurd. But which yeah. one do you think will be more important for the Nuggets to sort of stick, the draft or free agency? Well, I think, like in Nuggets history, I think the draft has been more important for us. I mean, we we haven't for really sure. had any, like major free agent signings aside from like Paul Millsap. Um, I mean, maybe we could get someone to a mid level, but I don't know how much cap flexibility we even have. So I think I think if we nail someone in the draft, like uh, like we're probably going to pick around like 22 23 right so yeah 
I mean, I, I've paid attention a little bit to the prospects, and I mean, do you if, have one? Because I haven't even like, turned my attention there yet. Yeah, yeah ahead I, of us. Like, I like Sadiq Bay a little I bit. I like him too, Cade. I like he, him too. Yeah, he's green. Do you guys? He gives me some some auto porter vibes. He gives me some OG and Anobi vibes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, please. Another chance. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, I mean, even Tyler Bay, actually. I think there's a little bit. Ooh, he's a great day, defender. Space. He has a little bit of concern, like with his shooting, but there's uh, some indicators that he has some room to improve as a shooter. He gives me Andre Robertson vibes. For sure. As a better shooter. He's got an NBA body, definitely. Yeah. So both of the Bays, I'm, I'm a big fan of. <laughs> yeah. What do you think, so. Harrison? Draft or, or um, free agency bigger for Denver? Probably free agency, just because they got a lot of free agents up. Yeah. <laughs> like, they and they're really going to... They can really get cleaned out. If, right. Like, they're going to have to work out a contract with, you know, one of Paul Millsap and, and Mason Plumley, probably Paul Millsap, I would think. Um, Tory Craig's up. Uh, they got to get another guard. So they have some work to do in free agency and not a lot of money to do it with. So they'll have to be pretty strategic in what they do. Yeah, yeah this is cra- This is funny. Adam and I talk about this a lot. Like we haven't, and I haven't shifted my focus towards free agency and draft at all because we we're not officially in the off season. We are right. in purgatory. Like we don't know if we are if we need to be focusing on the lineups and whether or not. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. should be getting minutes and everybody's getting healed up. Or if we just need to turn the page and start really focusing on that draft. It's it's a really strange place to be. Well, I saw the draft might not take place until October or late September. Wow. So we've, yeah. we've got a while to go until the hell is going on. I'm telling you, what is going a, on? Part of me, I just want to use this graphic, but here it is. Boom. Look at that. <laughs> yeah. I've been waiting. But I've got a bit of a half-court heave. I've got a bit of a half-court heave. I don't – this is like below 50% chance, but I'm just feeling it. I think we'll find something out in the next seven days. And I'm not saying we'll find out, like, oh, it's on, and this is how it works. I just think there'll be a some type of major update. I feel like there's been a lot of – yeah, I do feel like there's been some momentum towards – and the announcement might come in the form of, here's our plan. We have two weeks to figure out if we can get the logistics in order, and if not, we'll con- cancel the season. Just something that updates, like, oh, okay, this is the time frame we're working with. This is the possibilities or something so i think that comes out in the next seven days i just i just think there's some heave, that's a half court heave it's a long one is that a- like the mlb has been working towards coming up with a plan like they've already like rearranged divisions like they've they have this yeah. whole proposal and uh, playing games in like the cactus and grapefruit league between like arizona and florida i mean so they have a, a full-blown proposal it's it's knocking yep. on the doorstep of being but the difference between that that in the NBA is that they are operating under the notion that they can just start something entirely crazy to start the season, to have it be its own entity. And the NBA is trying to figure out, like, should we pick up from where we left off? Right. How do we put a bow on Like, those? how do we, like, what do we do with what's already in motion? <coughs> Which is yeah. more complicated in a lot of ways. Well, do you think that any players, fans, like, let's say they resume this season, like, they just go to the playoffs, right? As is. Is anyone going to view this as any more or less legitimate of a title? Like, Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? This is probably going to be the biggest asterisk ever. But would there be yeah. validity to that? Like, like yeah, losing yeah. these games in, like, March, April. You know what I mean? Oh, I see what like, you mean. Yeah, like, I don't know. Would, would that be fair? Like, I, I, I don't fair. know. Life's not yeah. fair, Brandon. I, I think if LeBron wins this, um, it's going to be a very legitimate uh, championship. If uh, Giannis wins this, I don't oh, know. Yeah, if Giannis wins <laughs> this. Like, if James Harden wins this and this is his only championship, they're going to be like, yeah. oh, James Harden never won a championship right. except for that one year. It's right. so tough because Tim Duncan, nobody ever talks about 99 being a lot. Like, 99 was a kind of a ridiculous season. There was back-to-back-to-backs. They were, like, really ridiculous schedule. And it got real condensed. Half the league was out of shape. And nobody, everybody looks back and says Tim Duncan got five. Now I do wonder if that was the only one, would we have been like, I don't know, he has a half championship, right. you know, that right. might have mattered. So I do yeah. think it matters who won. But even that compared to this, though, is feels so much different. Like th- this just feels so much more drastic. Lebr- LeBron, first championship was a lockout season too. If you guys remember, 2012 was a lockout. Now that lockout wasn't like 99. It was still more or less a full season. I think it was 66 games and. It didn't feel that condensed, but still, nobody. I, the point is, nobody really talks about that stuff after it's done. It, right. You move on and you just count it. But um, we're gonna move on to Kate. Thanks so much, man, for hopping in. Yeah, thanks for we having me. Love you, guys. Kate. Thanks, Kate. Now we're gonna bring on my guy Darwin. Yeah, Darwin. Oh, oh, man. Pacific Northwest today. Bang, bang, bang. 
Yeah, it's it's really nice. I can actually see the Olympics from where I'm sitting right now. Oh, that's the Olympics. Nice flex. Nice flex. Right. Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, not the event. <laughs> Fifty years ago, they were they were called the Alps of mm. America. <laughs> it's, it's a right. really see, weird take, but when really they but they're, really they're just a bunch of uh, volcanoes that are going to end you all someday. Yeah, more or less. <laughs> well, what a doubter, Eric. <laughs> Thanks, Darwin. Um, Appreciate it. Adam Heichel, Heichelheim, I think I have that right. Probably have it wrong. Um, he has a great point here. MLB is open air. Social distancing is built in. It's kind of true. Everybody is spread out on the on the playing field. Um, the NBA sweaty, bumping into each other. I go back to Gobert must have had this for quite a while. Shared a locker room, played this game, shared a basketball, shared all these different things, and you know it was limited. No, that doesn't mean anything. You are right. It did spread across the league. There were players you know, another one on the jazz, a couple of rounds. So it is certainly more um, contagious than baseball, but I don't know if, if, if I don't, I don't see a situation where baseball comes back, but basketball doesn't. I think if, if one of the sports comes back, I think they're all going to try it. I think baseball is tricky just because there's so, there's so many guys. We're we're talking about like essential personnel for the NBA. It's probably double that for, for baseball. So this is where we get W. Like whenever people talk about soccer that don't like soccer, it's like they should make the goal bigger, you know. And it's like this is the dumbest rule you can't. But this is how I feel with baseball. Is it might be fun if there was only eleven guys. It's like your pitcher has to just keep throwing. They rotate. The first baseman has to now pitch. Oh I think that God. would be a fun one. Uh, why not? Why not? Uh, what do you think of that one? Vote. You're 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 a baseball guy. Um, I'd pray for the pitchers, man. Yeah. play for the like those arms aren't gonna make it there's a reason we do it this way all right you guys know what time that was a ridiculous idea it's time for oh. online with d-line hold on hold on here oh, there, we go. there we go <laughs> there we go online with darwin are you, you old enough to know what that is yeah yeah also i grew up in montana so we had dial up till oh, baby. five years ago <laughs> yeah well, the first uh, the first tweet I have here is probably the most important tweet. Let's take a Ooh, look at it. Important like that. Happy hey. birthday to the wind in our sails and our turbines, the legend at Harrison Wind. Oh, thanks, guys. <laughs> Man, I, I just because we were doing the show, I downloaded the most dramatic, melodramatic "Happy Birthday" song. This is "Happy Birthday." This is awful. Yeah. It's like so sultry in a way that I'm not comfortable with. It's almost like a different song altogether. Can yeah, you yeah. scroll down to my Kyrie Irving Great Gatsby gif? Eric? Oh, look at this. Oh, wow. Yeah, dude, what the hell is that? <laughs> is that not incredible? Wow. I, yes, I agree. It is not incredible. <laughs> I'm with TJ. All right, so let's TJ see. Let's go, let's go around the web here. What do we 29, got first? man. 30, I'm telling you. 30 is a oh. tough one. Harrison, just be ready. 30, 30 is a little Yeah, bad. I already decided 30 is the last birthday I'm like really going to celebrate if yeah. I can celebrate a birthday next year. So, uh, yeah. so this was referenced on yesterday's show, so I thought I'd actually bring it so we could talk about it. This so-called the frog workout. Wow. Did you say you could do this or something? No, no, yeah. no. I didn't, I didn't say that. I said what this man is doing is just like a very fast – uh, like the work that he's doing is not like totally out of bounds. Like people do this, they just don't do it at this. People speed. don't do this. <laughs> this speed is what it makes us crazy. And the, but then the hop at the end—that's yeah. where. Yeah, oh, that's the part. It's pretty difficult <laughs> to reconcile that. <laughs> I could not even do that. Like forward trust fall onto my elbows. Like that's insane in its own right. Do you think we could get uh, it? Do, do, do you think we could get Darwin to try and do this live for a for a shirt? <laughs> like my work I do similar things uh okay so that this is uncomfortable no one should do this this is uh this is definitely he's gonna injure himself uh let's see what else do we have here so um wow. obviously all we're talking about is uh mj and the last dance every day that's all we talk about but all the same espn that. has in a very clear visual way shown the difference between today's game and Jordan's NBA. And you can just see where the most common jump shot locations happen now. And it's literally, it's just what the, the Rockets do. It's just behind the three-point arc. <laughs> I love these right graphs, the man. There were absolutely zero mid-range shots taken this year, it turns yeah. out. <laughs> absolutely none. It's slightly misleading. <laughs> it is a little misleading, but like 
in his defense though like if you put a heat map and you include every shot then it's just gonna be like yeah, just uh, nonsense yeah yeah you weigh it through what, where the shots come from the one i'll tell you the shot that gets eliminated that is kind of a dumb one is that baseline jay like that baseline 15 footer is really a dumb like just moving it back a few feet don't tell marcus aldridge that it's crazy because it, like that that it, in Jordan's NBA was the most common shot if this shot if this chart is to be believed. Yeah. Well, you know the Issel missile that was the baseline jumper, the baseline eighteen yeah. footer. Why it's, is that? Don't you, doesn't it feel like shooting it straight on where you have the the complement and it, the it's, ba- it's backboard to work with? Yeah, but it's floor balance. It's about where do you drag that. Honestly, the corners. And this is why sometimes <laughs> when we talk about modern basketball, moist, why didn't people think of this immediately? But the corners really do stretch the defense, and they're worth another point. So, you, I mean, look at that little hot map right Eureka. there in the, on the baseline. You're only moving back a few feet, yeah. But it stretches the defense in a very specific way. So anyway, it's also this list is like it looks a little bit like a Rorschach test. So, I don't, Brendan, what do you see in the in Jordan's NBA? What does that look like? <laughs> um. Let's move on. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just it's LeBron James, isn't it? That's what you see. <laughs> yeah. Robot, you guys don't see a robot. <laughs> I had a lot. I had a lot of good uh, material. Twenty-two years ago today, he got game released by Spike Lee, giving Jesus Shuttlesworth uh, the name to Ray Allen, who was in this movie, and it carried with him the rest of his career. Uh, did you guys see this movie? He got game. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Wait, wait, Darwin. No. No. Wow. Missing a classic. Like, yeah, I've got like a backlog of classics. I'm like a little bit too young to. <laughs> okay. The, game, we the th- movie came out when I was like eight. So. Uh, <laughs> you weren't uh, seeing a lot of Spike Lee joints at age eight? Spike Lee joints. <laughs> Plus, um, like most sports movies are really bad. I'm not yeah. saying this one is. I know, I know. I'm just. Oh, this one is fucking terrible. So is uh, really? um, what do we got? What do we think of the name? What do we think of the name? Illegal Peeps does not endorse that opinion. <laughs> Can I, can I can, why why do you think it's terrible because I've never really heard that argument um it's melodramatic it's um it, it's I over mean, the top the, the, the sports movies, but yeah but that's the, the to Brendan's point like is it is it a good sports movie it's a fine sports movie is it a good movie uh you know not particularly okay. I, I uh, kind of like that Eric what do you guys like, think wow. of the name Jesus Shuttlesworth <laughs> it's an incredible name incredible you could <laughs> Somebody had to come up with that and write it down. I mean, it's iconic, like, man. It's we, it's still. I do actually think of him as Jesus, Jesus Shuttlesworth. Actually, yeah, I think it actually is iconic. And then there's the story. You remember the story that he tells about it? So, I, I dig uh, it. Okay. Putting nicknames on the back of jerseys was the best and the worst thing the NBA's ever done. Yeah, that was short lived, huh? <laughs> I actually loved it, but it's absolutely ridiculous. Jokic should be such a legend if he put big honey on the back of a jersey. He would never like, do would, it. Oh he would never God. do it. But this is where well, athletes, man, they always decide the lamest thing when they're trying to protect themselves. It's like, no, run with this dorky nickname, man. It's awesome. No, the nickname <laughs> thing ruled because not everyone has nicknames. Like, what do you put on Thomas Welsh's jersey for a nickname? <laughs> you put, like, T-W. Yeah, T-Dub. T-Dub 45. T-Money? <laughs> Tom. Just Tom. Big, big Tom, man. Big Tom. Yes, yeah. big Tom. You're uh, right. Let's see. What else we got? What else we got today? Um, oh, Michael Jordan reportedly was oh, offered one hundred million dollars to go to an event that he had to appear at for two hours. I love this. And he said this. no. Wow. He said no. I love this. I don't know. I don't know. No, I don't know. I looked into it a little bit further. They were uh, purposefully vague. I think more the issue is that he had to also lend his. Uh, his name and his yeah. essentially endorse whatever company it was. But um, what is, uh, yeah, yeah. What, what, what is the, the, the smallest amount of money that you would turn down to go to any event? If I offered you to be an event for two hours, what, where's the tipping point where, where oh. you would say, <laughs> if it was an event, I really didn't want to attend. Right. That's and not for moral reasons. Just like, Oh, I don't want to go to this. Yeah. Time. Yeah. Like, yeah. Let's you, take the morality aspect yeah, out of it for this. Yeah. Good call. I mean, are we talking like we could make it Where are you? Where's your Where's your number, Brendan? Um. Well, I love this because as someone who turns stuff down all the time, I just I love the idea that the spectrum runs all the way to one hundred million. Like, you know what? Not it doing it. I just don't want to today. Yeah. I, but but Michael Jordan and I have had um very different lives. 
I'd uh, say that. Yeah, that's true. And so, and so given my financial situation, I $30 probably. $30. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Take note, everyone on the internet, if you want Brendan to appear for two hours, it's going to cost you $15 every hour. <laughs> <laughs> I think, what about you, Harrison? Have you heard about this, um, this program called, um, what is it, Cameo? Yes, this program. You are so old. <laughs> <laughs> this program? Well, you know what it is, right? Like it's, a, it's an app where you can you can hire people. They have everybody sets a fee. We should make one. What do you think yeah. your fee would be on Cameo to do two like cents. a two-hour opinion? Uh, what do you think? It Darwin, would be? what would you pay? What would you pay Hundo, to have uh, Hundo spot? What would you pay to have Brendan vote re- record a personal tweet for you? <laughs> Probably like twenty bucks. Oh, wow. <laughs> undervaluing yourself by nineteen dollars and eighty cents, Brendan. I'm telling you, I think we need to start doing this. Twenty bucks I, just to record a video? You would dude, do that? I'll say anything to anyone. <laughs> Twenty bucks. You guys yeah, know where I mean, to find me. That's how you wind up with, with Brett Favre like recording Nazi shit, right? Right. right. Yeah, I, I actually, I'll probably draw or the Brendan line Bart. there. Yeah. But everything <laughs> short of Nazi shit, I'm in, I'm with it. So okay, do, uh, do we do we Harrison? Do you have a do you have a number? What's yeah, hundred, hundred, hundred bucks. Adam, do you have a number? Three hundred bucks. I'm more expensive. I'm more expensive. These guys. Yeah. Three hundred bucks. Hundred bucks for be... two hours. I do that. Yeah, I think fifty bucks I, an hour. I think I'd probably. I, I feel like I'm worth more. I go like a hundred and three dollars. I do have to. Um, after paying him all that respect, I do have to slip a hardcore leftist point in here. Just do, just do it and donate the money, dude. That's a lot of money. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> uh, let's see. So one last thing, uh, a little self-serving here. Uh, Action Network with our boy Matt Moore came on here, sunk um, the chances of a fifteen-year-old kid of wearing a, winning a sticker pack. But uh, the Action boy. Network is giving away money uh, to any local sports bars and breweries. You've never been to the DNVR bar, neither is Adam. Uh, but if you, you know, <laughs> feel free to uh, throw our name in the hat if you our hat in the ring if you if you're so mm-hmm. chicken. <laughs> anyway, yeah, and that was online with D Line. <laughs> and I guess that's a uh, thank you for so much for coming on, Darwin. That was fun, dude. Yeah, thanks, guys. Always. All right, take it easy. Um, and that's it for this week's of shows. This was good. This was a fun week. It was a good week. I had fun. I had fun today. I had fun <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> I had fun Wednesday. You guys, Jared, what's, the, what's the protocol for an, uh, a number Jared, you, you don't have saved in your... Uh... Jared hasn't played the steps. So if you want to what do you mean? Step, what, oh, what do you like mean somebody there? wishing you a happy birthday. And yeah, you don't know who it from is. a number you don't know. I'm so bad. You have to text back, somebody, new somebody birthday, who dis? Yeah, new yeah, I've, I've just like I've gotten so paranoid about that that I've lost French. Like I've never even bothered to find out who it was <laughs> or get back to them. I have no idea who this person is. Yeah, you just gotta say new phone. Who this? I, I hope it's a good friend watching this pod. Yeah, hopefully they're watching. <laughs> All right, guys. Before we get back to the show, the wait is finally over. DraftKings is the official betting partner of DNVR and they're bringing legal sports betting to Colorado. Before you know it, sports will be back. It will be way more fun to watch, especially when you have some skin in the game. The best way to get in on that action is with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. DraftKings, yes, that DraftKings has officially launched an online sportsbook created by sports fans for sports fans right here in Colorado, officially today, May 1st. This isn't some offshore operation like other gambling sites that you might have dealt with in the past. DraftKings is a legitimate sportsbook based right here in the U.S., so you can be confident that your funds are secure. With DraftKings Sportsbook, you can bet from wherever, whenever. You don't even need to leave your house. And luckily for us, we don't have to wait long for a major sporting event to bet on with UFC returning to the Octagon this weekend for UFC 249. NASCAR is starting up soon. You can also just make some bets on some futures like the Nuggets to win the championship, the Broncos to win the Super Bowl. Those bets you can make on DraftKings right now. And then, of course, they've got the latest odds for the UFC upcoming events too. So here's what you got to do. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now and use code DNVR when you sign up. That's the most important thing that you've got to do when you download the app. Use code DNVR. When you sign up for a limited time, all new users can get a sign up bonus up to 1000 bucks. 
That's right, DraftKings Sportsbook has a sign-up bonus for up to $1,000. But don't forget, you've got to enter the code DNVR and get your $1,000 sign-up bonus. Must be 21 or older, Colorado-only. Bonuses comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Also, guys, Strava Craft Coffee still running this incredible promotion where they're gifting five $1,000 gift certificates to their online store. I honestly don't know how much longer they're going to keep this promotion up. So make sure you get to StravaCraftCoffee.com. All you have to do to be entered into this drawing for five $1,000 gift certificates is just buying something from StravaCraftCoffee.com. You can also use the promo code DNVR, which gets you 20% off of your order. So make sure to use that, and then you'll automatically be entered into that drawing for five $1,000 gift certificates. Oh, wait, there's Jared. I was going to say, we have, we have, we're going to play the steps, but we need a new participant, and we have one. We're bringing it back. Oh, we're back. Are you ready to climb the steps? Like Jordan, he's back. Sure. I love it. All right, let's I love do that it. about Jared. Let's do it. Hold on here. Let me get everything lined up here. <coughs> Excuse me. All right. We have to go quick. We apparently have a company meeting. You guys remember this? Yeah, in an hour. <laughs> oh, there's my question. They're up here. Okay. All right. Question number one. Who was the starting center on opening night of the 2020 season? The starting what? I'm sorry. I had the double open. S- center. The, the, oh, the, okay. Yeah, that was easy. I was like, man, yeah, come on. Good. Come on, bro. Don't worry. They're, go- they're all going to be that easy. Just relax. <laughs> cool. all, except for one. Um, in 2007, the Denver Nuggets traded Andre Miller, Joe Smith, and two first-round draft picks to the Philadelphia 76ers for this oh. Hall of Fame guard. Iverson. There it is. Oh, Alan baby. Correct. It sounded, it sounded like a tough question, but it was, in fact, easy. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> Number three is kind of hard. What country is Latko Chanchar from? Oh, jeez. Is he mm. on front? No. You get no helpers today either. No he can he can get me time. one time. No. Hmm. Well, the helpers are kind of. A... Yeah, yeah. For for Jared, he's allowed to ask each of the three Stooges here one question. Not Adam because he made the questions. All right, fine, whatever. Brandon, <laughs> <laughs> that it's a year dive. These uh, prizes are coming out. Of we're, we're feeling generous on a Friday. If I can, I'll go to Harrison for this one if he knows. Harrison. I will say Slovenia. Oh, okay. I'll go with that. Is he Slovenian? Oh, wow. <laughs> I was going to say Serbia, but then I realized that's not. He does speak yeah. some Serbian. Yeah, he does uh, speak some Serbian. The Slovenian basketball factory. What former Nuggets player led the NBA in scoring for the entirety of the 1980s? Uh, is that English? It's always English. It's cruising through. It's always English. All right, it's a big one. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Which oh, This was another tough one. Which player received the most assists from Nikola Jokic this season? From? <laughs> Jamal Murray. Final answer? Yeah. Hey! <laughs> All right, oh. so Jared, you want a sticker pack, you can keep it, move on, go into our weekend, or risk it all. Try to go for a shirt. I got to get a different shirt than what Brendan has. So <laughs> I've got a lot of them. Though. I only have one. So I like that that's the motivation, too. All right, number six. They cool it in the chat, there. too, guys. Cool it in the chat. <laughs> What's going on in the chat here? What am I missing? How we, many? Had, we had a Slovenia entrance. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, chat's got to be quiet. Chat's got to be quiet. Um, how many times have the Denver Nuggets made the first pick in the NBA draft? Zero. Wow, I thought this one was going to be tough. Look at him, man. I, no, love I, just, I just keep knowing that uh, they've only moved down in the lottery. Never. Oh, ever. I love yep. it. This yeah. is so great. That's so, so great. Real OG right there. Um, who? Ooh, this is. We'll find out if you're a real OG. Who led the Nuggets in assists? During the 2013 NBA season. I'm thinking either Ty Lawson or Gallo. I'm going to go with Lawson. I don't feel good about it. Oh, wow. 
Wow. Uh, it's all about the suspense in this show. The suspense. Another <laughs> tough one. Not for him. <laughs> not for not for my guy Jared. Where did Carmelo? Or I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Is that the answer? <laughs> <laughs> Move along. Can Move this along. be the teaser, please? <laughs> so good. Where did Jeremy Grant attend college? Oh yeah. Okay. Do I still get my question? <laughs> you, you can still ask. Yeah, you can still have D line vote if you need to use it. Oh, you went to the wrong guy for this one, man. D line. Oh, did, <laughs> he was where, hoping you didn't ask for it. Yeah. Where did Jeremy Grant go to college? Yeah, I don't know college at all. So. Yeah, I don't either. You pick definitely picked the wrong guy. Let's see here. Um, I'll give you. I'll give you a hint though. Well, yeah. Go to. Uh, go to vote. Go to vote. You didn't ask me. Sure. Vote. Do you know the answer vote? Help me I out. know that Adam just said Carmelo Anthony by accident, so I strongly suggest you guess Syracuse. Oh, Syracuse, yeah. Did he go to Syracuse as well? I'll go with that. Final answer? Sure. Nice. Oh, wow. Reasoning there, vote. Deductive nice. reasoning. <laughs> Incredible. Who has, number nine, who has the Denver Nuggets single season record for box plus minus? English. Oh, oh. It was a good run. Out of here. Do you guys know? Uh, it's got to be Jokic. Jokic. It's Jokic. It is Jokic. The answer is always Jokic. Guys, yeah, the He's one of the greatest players of all time. Like, <laughs> don't so is English. Tough so is English. Tough one for my guy, Jared. Man, he was good, though. He was yeah, very cool. Sure. That was, was that the 10th question? Was that a shirt? I no, think it was. was. No, that was, oh, nine, no, it, was nine, it was the next yeah. one. You know, a good week. Good week for the steps. Bits of intrigue. Good week of guests. Tommy Balchetta, Seth Partnow, Matt Moore. Tommy Bracelets. Tommy Bracelets. If you're looking for more hijinks and hilarity, I'm hosting a game night tonight. Is it 8 o'clock, Adam? Yeah. 8 o'clock, we're going to play some Jackbox games, have some fun, drink some beers, just come hang out. Won't quite be our draft coverage, but it'll be worth your time, I think. So It'll be our draft beer coverage. It's the closest thing I'm going to have to a birthday party this year. That's the saddest thing I've ever heard. I'll be there as well. Um, Probably a few beers drink. All right. Good night, everybody. Have a great weekend. All right, fun shows this week. Thanks so much for hanging out with us, guys. We had some really cool guests, so hope we produce some shows that you guys enjoyed. Green Mountain Dental is still offering a free Sonicare toothbrush when you schedule a cleaning, x-ray, and exam. That's right, all you gotta do is schedule a cleaning, x-ray, and exam. They'll hook it up with a free Sonicare toothbrush. Green Mountain Dental located in Lakewood, just so just a short drive from downtown Denver. They're family owned. They're awesome at what they do. They're big Colorado sports fans. So check them out. And when you schedule a cleaning, x-ray, and exam, you will receive a free Sonicare toothbrush.